Coming up. He served even when he wasn't truly appreciated. He even said, you don't even really realize what's happening right now. I'm, I'm doing this act not dependent on your understanding, but on mine. And so he served them even when they didn't appreciate it. And he serves us, helps us even when we don't appreciate it. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. Here's a fact, whether you see yourself this way or not, you are a leader. Have you identified those who are watching and following you? Join us for the continuation of the message series, Evidence of a Leader, where we'll look at leadership through the lens of God's Word. Here's Pastor Robert with part three of the message, The Perfect Example of a Leader. He invited his close friends in, even at his lowest points. Matthew 26, 36 through 38 says, um, then when Jesus, then went, Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to them, sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him. And he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. This was his lowest point to this time. And he invited his close friends in to experience his low point. question. How do you act? Who do you take with you when you're really low? Is there anybody that you allow to see you at your lowest point? This is just another reflection of Jesus' willingness to be transparent with the folk who was following him, his lowest point. He invited, he invited them. It, it wasn't a happenstance. You know, sometimes we get low and then we just act out and, you know, it's, you know, it just, we just emote and then all of a sudden whoever's around come around and console us, you know. This wasn't one of those scenarios. This was planned by design. It, look, it says he took them to Gethsemane, to this place, to Gethsemane. And then he, he, from the tw- he took the 12, and then he took three others and went a little further, deeper. And so it was an intentional, intentional invitation for them to see him at his lowest point. See, oftentimes people see us when we, at our low point, we don't want them to. You know, we, we get some news at the wrong time, you know, around the wrong people, and we can't help ourselves but emote. You know, then whoever's there, they just they just fall into it. You know, they just you know they wrap their arms around you, and because they there, but we did we you know if we had our we had our choice, you know, I, we we didn't want to we wouldn't want to let that out the bag in front of these folk, yeah. yeah. But Jesus was intentional about saying, you know what, I'm going to show you. I'm going to be transparent with you. I'm going to show you <laughs> my low point. In fact, I want you to be there. These are, these are leadership traits, y'all. <laughs> That's why he's a perfect example, one of the reasons. 
Jesus is the perfect example of, of a leader um, because, number five, he was the humblest servant of all. He was the humblest servant of all. John 13, 5 says, uh, after that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. All right, let's go there now. He took off his outer clothing. He just had a meal with him, took off his outer clothing, and then he pours water into a basin. And he washes his disciples' feet. I understand this. We just already saw that God had already given Jesus all power, right? He had put all power in his hand. So he didn't have to wash the disciples' feet. He could have just told the wind to blow. Wind blow, <laughs> blow the dust off their feet. Y'all can see he could have just ordered the wind <laughs> to blow the dust off their feet. He could have said, oh, put your foot up in the air, and then the wind... Dust gone. He could have ordered the dust. <laughs> to leave their feet. He could have just said, dust, get off their feet. Okay? <laughs> That's what he could have done. Because he had all power. He had all power. Uh, he could have done, okay. he could have just somehow water could have came from some place out the blue. And he could say, water, get over here. Wash their feet. He could have done all that. But that's not what he did. That's not what he did. The text tells us he got up. He could have stayed seated and made all those orders in his seat. But he got up. <laughs> he poured water into a basin. And then he began to wash their feet knelt down and washed their feet, their nasty feet. If you're not getting this, they were some nasty feet. They didn't have Nikes back in the day. Y'all understand what I'm saying? They had open-toe shoes, and, you, you know, they walking through this dust and dirty. Them feet was nasty. They were nasty. It was nasty. Oh, yeah, it was some nasty feet. He washed them, though. The one with all power in his hand washed their feet. Jesus, <laughs> the humblest servant of all, had all power, but he's washing his disciples' feet. The most powerful person who ever walked the earth. Can you feel it? Can you, can you be there? Just be a disciple for a minute. The most powerful person who ever walked the earth. Jesus our Lord. Can you see Jesus washing your feet? Understand, he would do it. As he did it for them, he'll do it for you. 
That's the, the one we serve, the one we love. He would do it for you. He loves you that much. To wash your feet. He was a servant. That's who he was. And he's washed the filth of sin off of all of us that have accepted him as our Savior. And then even further, he didn't wash the filth of sin off of us and let it run down the drain. (laughs) He actually put it on himself. (laughs) He took on all of our filth on himself. Think of it like this. You know that spoiled food that you found in the refrigerator or wherever? It had a bad smell to it. It smelled bad, so you put it in the garbage. So I'm not eating that. Jesus did, though. He ate our filth. He took on our filth. He didn't throw or discard it. No, he put it on himself. He consumed our sin. He became sin. The Bible says he became sin for us. So that we can have the righteousness of God. Mark 10, 45 says, for even the son of man did not come to be served. But to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. He was the humblest servant of all. So Jesus is the perfect example of a of a leader. Because, number six, he served even when he wasn't truly appreciated. He served even when he wasn't truly appreciated. John uh, 13, 6 and 7 says, He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, you don't realize now what I'm doing. But later you will understand. Simon was not willing to let God wash his feet. He was going to do it anyway, even though he didn't really get it. He even said, you don't even really realize what's happening right now. I'm, I'm doing this act not dependent on your understanding, but on mine. So you get it later, though. And so he served them even when they didn't appreciate it. And he serves us, helps us even when we don't appreciate it. Hopefully you can think of a moment right now that God came through for you even when you was acting up. Out of your mind and God still made a way. For you. Jesus is the perfect example of a leader because number seven, he didn't give up on defiant followers. He didn't give up on defiant followers. John 13, 8 says, no, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. 
Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Simon says, you ain't going to never wash my feet. <laughs> Talking to the Lord of glory. You ain't gonna... <laughs> Jesus could have said, well, forget you then. I'm glad he ain't like us, because, you know, we probably would have said, forget you then. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Simon wouldn't have had a chance. He says, you're never going to wash my feet. He didn't give up even when his followers were defiant. Look, and this wasn't the first. This wasn't. The, this wasn't the first time, you know, that uh, the only time that uh, Simon, you know, kind of you know, was talking crazy to our Lord. Y'all know Simon had a propensity to say crazy stuff. You know, y'all know somebody like that. Um, oh, oh! I, somebody said it's me. I'm one of those. <laughs> Look right here. Uh, uh, Matthew sixteen twenty two says. Um, Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Because God, Jesus had told him how, you know, he was going to be betrayed and stuff. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said, this shall never happen to you. <laughs> Remember when you said no, never to God? You ever said that to him? No, never. Oh, Peter. Oh, Peter, Peter, Peter. Peter was something else. But Jesus didn't give up on him. And then y'all know the story how Peter denied him three times. <laughs> Even after Jesus told him he was going to do it, he, he didn't, you know, at, at number two, he'd been like, oh, Jesus, you did say that. Let me not strike out. But he went and struck out anyway. And then Jesus came back after he rose and said, Simon, do you love me more than these? <laughs> yeah, he said it to him three times. So Jesus didn't give up with his defiant followers. Uh, Jesus is the perfect example of a leader because, uh, number eight, he expects his followers to do as he did. He expects his followers to do as he did. John 13, 13 through 15 says, you, you call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Hmm. Jesus didn't give them a goal without modeling it for them. Don't you love that about our Lord? And he's just, he models it. He challenges us. And so he sets examples. So he says, I washed your feet, now wash one another's feet. 
do like I did. Jesus, Jesus is the perfect example of a leader because, number nine, he was the perfect follower. He was the perfect follower. John 13, 16 says, very truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master. Nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. See, Jesus did exactly what the Father sent him to do. He says, I'm no greater than the one who sent me. So followership is important for leadership and, and for leadership can't be a good leader until you're a good follower. And Jesus modeled it for us. Jesus is the perfect example of a leader because number 10, he wants the best for his followers. He wants the best for his followers. John 13, 17 says, now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. So after he gave them this example, this demonstration of what it means to serve by washing their feet, the king of glory is washing their feet. He says, he says to them, if you do these things, then you will be blessed. I've set the example for you. He's always looking out for our best interests. And John 10.10 says, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So Jesus showed us some things. He's the perfect example of a leader um, because he, his love never ends. He, he knew how much influence and authority he had. He knew who he was and where he was going. He was comfortable being transparent. He was the humblest servant of all. He served even when he wasn't truly appreciated. He didn't give up on defiant followers. He expects his followers to do as he did. He was the perfect follower, and he wants the best for his followers. So we need to take heed what the greatest leader of all time has done. God bless you. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. You know God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin 
so that you could live with him forever. If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I sinned against you. I've made some mistakes in my life. I believe that Jesus died for my sins and my mistakes, and I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me to reflect the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to personally welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to connect with the church near you so that you can learn more about Jesus, grow closer to God, and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. I want to make this point to you very clear. You are a leader. As a follower of Christ, you are a leader. So when we're talking about this, don't exclude yourself from this. You want whether you know it or not, feel like it or not, think you are or not. You know, whether whoever told you you wasn't or not, it don't matter. God says, you following me, you a leader. That's what you are. And God knows if we as followers of Christ would just step up and develop our leadership ability and lead better, it would change the world. Thank you for listening.